0: Welcome to Gateway Church Can we? a church where anyone can be transformed by the story of Jesus. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. Well, it's great to see you this morning. It's great to be in church this morning. If you do have primary school children, we don't have kids on this morning, but there is a room out there with different activities if, uh, if you wanted to take them out there during the message. But this morning we are going to continue... In our Sunday morning series, and that series is all about the Holy Spirit. Over the last, this last year, uh, since January, we've been going through this series, which is all about the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead. He is co-equal with the Father and with the Son. He is God, fully God. And the Holy Spirit isn't an it; it is a person. He is a person, and the Holy Spirit isn't just some. Nice feeling or theology is God coming to live inside of us to to confirm that we are children of God, but also to empower us to live this Christian life. And I don't know about you, but I need all the help I can get to live this Christian life. And thank God He hasn't left us on our own, but the Holy Spirit is here to live inside of us, to empower us, to be witnesses for Him, to share about Jesus, to spread the message of the gospel to this broken world, but also to help us live this Christian life. And so, Over this this last year, we've been looking at the Holy Spirit. And uh, if you've missed these messages, you can listen to them on our website or on our podcast. Our website is gatewaychurchcumery.co.uk if you want to listen back to these messages. But over the last few weeks, we've been looking at, in particular, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. These gifts which the Holy Spirit gives to the church to help the church, to build up the church. And not the building. I'm talking about the people. The church isn't a building. The church is the people of God. We're the ones who have been saved by God and these gifts have been poured out upon us. The Holy Spirit gives us these gifts as he decides to build us up, to encourage us, to strengthen us and ultimately mainly to point to Jesus, to help us point, to walk with Jesus. So if you've got a Bible this morning, can you turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 12? And we're going to read from verse 1 to 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1 to 11. If you haven't got a Bible, don't worry, the words will be up on the screen Behind me this morning, but one Corinthians chapter twelve and verse one to eleven, and this is the apostle Paul, and he's speaking to the church in Corinth, and he's teaching them about the gifts, uh, about these spiritual gifts, and he says, "Now about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or other, you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I want you to know." That no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus, be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given the spirit uh, uh, through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by the means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And still to another, the interpretation of tongues. All of these are the work of the one and the same Spirit, and He distributes them to each one, just as He determines. So we see here in this passage of Scripture, the Paul he was writing to that church in in Corinth, and he was teaching them about the gifts of the Spirit. That there's one Spirit, there are many gifts, but it's the one Spirit, the Holy Spirit, who gives these church uh, these gifts to the church, to the people of God, to build up the church. And it's not for us to dictate. If we receive these gifts, it's not for us to say, God, I want this gift now and I'm going to use this gift. It's as the Spirit wills. It's as He determines. He knows our needs. He knows our situations. He knows the moments when each gift is needed. And He will give them to people who are saved, who belong to Jesus, and also people who are open to Him, open to the Holy Spirit. You know, we are a Pentecostal church, and I've said that this year. We don't want to be just a Pentecostal church by name. We want to be a Pentecostal church by nature. We want to know the presence of the Holy Spirit working in and through our lives. And every time we meet together, we want to know the leading of the Holy Spirit in and through our lives. So we see in this passage there are nine gifts in total. And they're broken up into three categories. There are three gifts of revelation which are revealed by the mind of God. There are three gifts of power and three gifts of inspiration. And over the last couple of weeks, we've looked at the three gifts of revelation, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and last week, the the distinguishing between spirits. And now this morning, we're going to come to the power gifts, the gifts of power. And uh, if you read in in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, you notice that it says about the, the gift of faith, first of all. But this morning, we're not going to look at the gift of faith. We're going to save that for next week. We're going to look at this morning, the gifts of healing, the gifts of healing. Because I believe that this one, uh, and it's, as many commentators would say, this one is, a, is lesser to the other other uh, two gifts of power. So we're going to look at the gifts of healing this morning. Uh, and and we, we can see here that, the, uh, which is really interesting, is that all the other gifts uh, of the Holy Spirit is called the gift of prophecy, the gift of faith, the gift of, uh, of distinguishing between spirits, the, the gift of speaking in tongues. But what we notice about the gifts of healing is that it's the gifts of healing. It's plural. It's not just singular. It is plural. There are, it's not just one gift of healing. It is the gifts of healing. And these are given to the church to bring healing to those who are in need, to those who have sickness. And we see that this is mentioned a few times about the gifts of healing, not just the gift of healing, the gifts of healing. It's mentioned three times in this chapter in verse nine, if you want to read it for yourself, in verse 28 and verse thirty. But each time they go back to that, it's the gifts of healing. Each of the others is a gift, but this is the gift. And this gift, these gifts of healing, are supernatural. They're gifts of supernatural healing of all diseases, of all sickness, of all infirmities. It is the gift of healing for all sickness. And it is the, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit coming down and healing. It is Him healing. It's not us healing. He comes and He fills us and He anoints us and He uses us to bring. And as we pray for people, they are miraculously healed by the power of God in and through our lives. You know, many people have a difficult time understanding the gifts of the Holy Spirit. There are a lot of debates about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Even as I shared a few weeks ago, there's not a lot of churches that preach about the gifts of the Holy Spirit anymore. And I shared I believe that is because the enemy doesn't want the church grabbing a hold of this because if the church understands the gifts of the Spirit, and if we begin to seek the gifts of the Spirit, then he knows that the kingdom of darkness is going to go even further back. It's already defeated. Jesus won the victory, but he knows that his dominion is going to go even further, further back. And the kingdom of God is going to advance. We need these teachings. But as I said, a lot of people get, a, get quite confused about the gifts of the Spirit. And there's a lot of debate about different gifts and all these different things. But we notice that these gifts, this gift, these gifts of healing are pretty much understood by all. We know what this gift is for. We know what these, these gifts are for. These gifts are given just to bring healing to those who are sick, those who need a touch from God. And we see that our ultimate example in all things is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And his ministry was marked by healing. Wherever Jesus would go, he would pray for people. He would preach the kingdom of God. But you notice in the Gospels, you see, Jesus went around healing the sick, raising the dead. Jesus, his message was backed up with this authority to heal. Who he was was backed up by this authority to heal. And Jesus said, what, which, which we've looked at in our connect groups on a Tuesday night, which, which kind of blows my mind. He said that you shall do even greater things than I and he was talking to his disciples. He was saying to his people, to the church, that we will do even greater things in and through his name by the authority he has given to us. If we are connected to him, then God wants to use us. If we're open to the Holy Spirit and we allow him and we fi- allow him to fill us, we can be led by the Spirit to pray for people and we can see them healed. We can see them healed of all sickness. I wonder this morning when was the last time you prayed for someone and they were healed instantly? When was the last time that God used you in these gifts of healing where you laid hands on someone and they were healed? Or even didn't lay hands on someone, you were just praying for someone and God by his spirit came and healed in a situation. You know, we desperately need these gifts. We need all of these gifts today. And the world needs to see these gifts in operation in the church so that many will come to know Jesus as as their Lord and Savior. But Jesus has given all his disciples the command to heal the sick. If you belong to Jesus, Jesus has given you the command this morning to heal the sick. Because Jesus won the victory on the cross. He has authority over sickness. The Bible says that by his stripes, we are healed. And he has given each and every one of us the authority to heal sicknesses. By his power, not our power, but it is by his power in and through us. It is not just for a pastor to lay hands on people or an elder to lay hands on people. And they, they are healed. It could be for you, for me, for whoever, the whosoever. If we're open to the Holy Spirit and he comes and he fills us, we can be used by God to bring healing to people, those who are sick. And we see that, that it's incredible that this, this sign, this, these gifts of healing, they followed the preaching of the word. So when people, when the disciples would preach the word, word or when Jesus preached the, the, about the kingdom of God, immediately following that, people were healed because people's faith was built up, ready to receive and believe in that God could heal, that God could minister. You know, we see that this gift is a supernatural gift. It's not a man-made gift. This is not something that you and I can do in the natural. We can't heal people. We can't go around healing people. It is God in and through us. It is a supernatural gift. You know, these gifts of healing are often confused with with, those high de- uh, with a high degree of medical knowledge or, or surgical ability and all these different things. People think that you have to be a doctor in, able to, in, in order to heal people. But thank God this morning that uh, as long as you know Jesus and you, as long as you're open to the Holy Spirit, we can bring healing to people. We can, uh, God can use us to bring healing to other people. God wants us, wants to use us in that way. And as I said, for all sickness could be for all sickness it could be for mental health it could be emotional health it could be for physical health but God is able to bring healing in every area as we sing the song we sing he restores what is broken that is our God God is able to heal he is the creator he is the one who made our bodies he's the one who created us and saw us in our mother's womb as the psalmist said he knows everything about us and he is able to bring healing in every area of our lives maybe you've come here this morning and you've got a physical sickness then know this morning that our God is the healer and he's able to heal. Maybe you've come here with mental health this morning and there's issues going on in your mind this morning. Know that God is able to heal you. If you've come here with emotional hurts and emotional, maybe you feel bound in that way, God is able to heal this morning. He is the healer. And he's able to heal body, soul, and spirit. He is the healer. You know, God is able to use the whosoever. You don't have to be a doctor you just have to be open to the Holy Spirit in your life. And God can use you as he wills. He can use you in these gifts to bring healing to those around you. You know, and that's why I put up on that screen behind us: God is still the healer and he is still healing today. Who believes that this morning? I know I believe that. That God is still the healer and he is able to heal this morning. You know, but even, again, as we shared in our connect group on Tuesday, sometimes we can have a condition for so long that we can doubt, can't we? We can doubt, is God really able? Can He? And sometimes it gets to the point where we stop praying for our sickness, where we stop coming out, where we stop asking people to pray for us, because we've just got used to it. But I believe the Lord wants to say to someone here this morning that he is still the healer, and he is able to heal you of your sickness, of whatever sickness he is able to heal of all sicknesses. Our God is the healer. He is the healer. So look to him this morning. Be encouraged in that this morning. Know that our God has compassion on us. He is a compassionate God. You know, some people might feel, I don't want to keep going to God. I keep nagging him and asking him all the time to to heal me. God loves it when we call upon his name. God encourages us to pray and seek his face and don't give up on that. If you've got a sickness, don't don't stop praying. Keep praying. Keep asking. Keep knocking. Keep seeking. Keep believing. Because when we ask, shall receive when we knock the door will be open when you seek you shall find as jesus said thank god this morning that our god is the healer you know this morning that's these aren't just my words these are words from the bible and i thank god this morning as i said last week the bible doesn't just tell us about these different gifts but it actually shows us how these gifts are used how they are manifested it gives us examples of how these gifts are are used and i thank god for that because i need that sometimes we need guidance don't we we need guidance and instruction and it's not just heart head knowledge but i pray that these would help us in the practical that god would use us and we'd be able to use these these examples from scripture to help us in 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 ministering in these gifts as the holy spirit enables us so there are different ways in which this gift is used there's different ways in which these gifts these gifts of healing are used there's different purposes for these gifts and first of all, the gifts of healing, these gifts of healing are used to deliver the sick and to destroy the works of Satan. Thank God for that this morning, that these gifts are given to deliver the sick and to destroy the work of Satan. Thank God this morning that God, he declared in Matthew chapter 8, verse 3 and 7, you can read this for yourselves, but it is the Lord's declared will to heal the sick. It is his will, he longs to heal the sick. He wants to heal the sick and he is able to heal the sick. Maybe you've come here this morning and you might think, yeah, yeah maybe God's able to heal that person, but not me. Yeah, this, I've done too much, I've messed up too much, or, or I, I, this is it now, this is it. It is God's will to heal you this morning. God is his declared will. He is the healer and he longs to bring healing. He is able to bring healing in his will. It is all about his will. He's declared that it is his will to heal the sick but the bible instructs us also that if we are sick we need to come to him come to him and say lord would you heal me so many people just expect it to happen after thin air and you know one day they'll wake up and they better and that sickness is gone that illness is gone or that situation you know has gone but you know we see time and time again in the gospels where there are people they get just to a point where they're so desperate that they come run into jesus they look for jesus no matter what the crowds would say, no matter what people say, they were running to Jesus because they knew that he was the healer, they heard that he was able and that they needed him to touch them and deliver them. And so this morning, I want to encourage us. If you're here this morning with a sickness, then come to him. Just say, Lord, heal me. I come to you, heal me. I long for you to heal me. I believe it is your will. I believe you're the healer. Heal me. And you know this morning, if it is his will, he is able. He is able this morning believe this morning. Jesus went around, he says in Acts chapter 10 verse 38, that he went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed by the devil. Thank God that Jesus has won the victory as we've declared this morning. Jesus has won the victory over Satan this morning. Satan is not going to have the last word. Jesus has won the victory when he rose again from the grave. He has won the victory and Jesus went around doing good and delivering those who were oppressed by the enemy. you know He is still doing it today through spirit-filled believers. Those who believe in him, God is still using people. And I want to encourage us. Let's open up our eyes and say, Lord, would you use me to bring healing to those around me? Pour out your gift upon these gifts of healing in my life so that I might minister in healing and bring healing to those around me. He is still able to as he has promised in his gifts. So that's the first way and reason this gift is given. The second reason this gift is given and this, these gifts are given, it is to confirm Jesus' astonishing claims. Jesus healed the sick, and he backed up his claim that he was the son of God. As Jesus healed the sick, it confirmed this isn't just some teacher or some rabbi or some prophet. This is the son of God. He is the son of God. Wherever he went, he brought healing. And it confirmed who he said he was. That he wasn't a madman. He is the son of God. He is the living God. He is God in the flesh. And he is able to deliver. He has all authority over everything. It confirmed who he was. And there's a story about that in Mark chapter twelve, uh, Mark chapter 2 and verse 1 to 12. And I'm sure we're familiar with this passage and of scripture. It's the story of the paralyzed man. And I'm sure many of us would have heard this in Sunday school, if we ever went to Sunday school, the story of the paralyzed man. And it says, Mark chapter 2, verse 1 to 12. It says, a few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people hewed that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. How many long for this place to be packed outside the door because God's presence is in this place. That's what I'm believing for. Wherever Jesus is, I pray that people would be drawn to him. It says there that people couldn't even get into the room. Some men came, bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, So this gift, these gifts of healing, Jesus used these gifts of healing. He was full of the Spirit, as the Bible tells us, because he is our example. He was full of the Spirit, and he used these gifts of healing. And it was to confirm that he was who he said he was. He was the Son of God. He's the Son of God. And that, this, these gifts confirm that. We're going to look at number three. Number three, the third reason for this gift is to authorize the gospel message as priests, uh, as preached by God's servants, so, so as to confirm the authority of God's word. It confirms that God's word is true, that our God is the healer, as we see in Acts chapter 29. Acts chapter 4, verse 29 to 33 says, Now, Lord, consider the threats, enable your save- servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal, and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant Jesus. After they prayed, the whole place where they were meeting was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God God boldly. All the believers were, were in one heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of Jesus. And God's grace was so powerfully at work amongst them all. It confirmed what the early church was preaching, that God is the healer. It confirmed God, their message. As they went around, God filled them, and they began to preach and lay hands on people, and they were healed. Number four, the reason for these gifts is to confirm the resurrection of Jesus. As I said this morning, thank God, aren't you grateful this morning that our God is alive we don't serve some statue this morning or a dead God or a boring God or a distant God. We serve the living God who is alive and alive forevermore. He is alive forevermore. And this, these gifts of healing confirm the resurrection of Jesus. It says in Acts chapter 3 verse 15 to 16, it says, You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. We were witnesses of this. By faith in the name of Jesus... This man whom you see and now uh, know was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him, as you can all see. It confirms that he is alive, that God is alive. He is still healing, he is still moving, he is still ministering. As people are healed, it confirms that he is alive. It confirms that he is alive. And you know, we will draw, you know, there are many people in our in the time in which we live in, and are skeptical, they believe that Google's got the answer to everything. Many people in our time and generation think they know it all, especially younger people. They think they know it all. But you know, when somebody is healed, there's no doubt in that God is, that it is God at work. When people have begin to be healed and delivered of sicknesses that are incurable that no medicine can touch, people will begin to know. Yeah, God must be alive. God is working. God is moving, and I believe we need these gifts more than ever. We need to be open to these gifts more than ever so this doubting world will see that our God is alive, that he is able and he's alive and ministering today. Number five, another reason for these gifts is to draw people close enough to hear the gospel. I long to see this place packed out with people coming to know Jesus. I long to have opportunities in my workplace to share about Jesus. I know, these gifts are given so that people would come. People would hear, what's going on in that place? What's going on in that gateway church in Abraham in the middle of nowhere? Something different's happening. I you know, when God's moving and God's healing, people are drawn. They want to know. People are nosy. They want to find out what's happening. And I pray for that. That people might come just to find out what's going on, but ultimately they might come and they might hear the power of God and they might come to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And these gifts are given to draw people within the sound of the gospel. John chapter 6 verse 2 says, And a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs he had performed by healing the sick. We notice that it's it's interesting as, as you study the gospels. There's an amazing connection between crowds and healing. Wherever Jesus was healing, a crowd was nearby. People were drawn because Jesus was healing. And I long for that in this place. I long for that in the churches right throughout this valley. God, may your healing power be at work so that people are drawn. You know, we're not just biased. We don't want just people here. We just want to see our community saved and people come to know Jesus wherever they go. Yeah, we'd love people to come and be connected to this church, but it doesn't matter. As long as people come and hear the good news of Jesus and come to know him, that's all that matters. And I pray that his healing power would be at work in this church, in the churches, right up and down this valley in this nation again, that people might hear the gospel. That people might hear the gospel. You know, we need this today. We need this today. Number six. These gifts are given to turn people to Jesus. It's to turn people to Jesus. Not only to bring them close enough to hear the gospel, but to turn people to God himself. It says in Acts chapter 9, verse 32 to 35, it says, As Peter traveled about the country, he went to visit the Lord's people who lived in Lydda. There he found a man named Aeneas who was paralyzed and had been bedridden for eight years. Aeneas, Peter said to him, Jesus Christ healed you. Get up and roll your mat. Immediately Aeneas got up. All those who lived in Lydia and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. And you know this is the ultimate purpose of everything that we do. This is our mission. The mission of the church is to go and make disciples. Is to preach the gospel so that people can come to know Jesus. And that's the motive in this gift as well. It's so that people would turn to God. It's not so that people would come to Gateway Church. It's so that people would come and find Jesus. That's why this gift is given. us so people would turn to God. This is the heart of our God, is that the lost might be found. And it is still his heart. God's heart isn't for us just to come together week in, week out, and have a nice little club where it's the same old people. God's heart is for the church to be filled with his spirit to go and reach those who don't know him. That is God's heart. And I pray, God, would you fill us and send us out in our workplaces, in our community? Fill us and send us out so that many will come to know Jesus as as their Lord and Savior. Number seven, we're going to go through these last few very quickly, to convince unbelievers of the truth of God's word. As confusing as it might be for people who understand, it confirms to people that God's word is true, that God's word is true, that God is the healer. And as I said, the people wouldn't doubt Number eight, these gifts are given to inspire faith and courage in God's people. How many of you need courage in your faith? How many need a bit more faith this morning, a bit more boldness? When God's moving by his spirit and the healings are happening, it builds faith in our hearts. God is moving, God is, you know, God is doing the impossible. We can't help but feel encouraged and on fire for God when God is healing, when God is moving and ministering, when people are saved. That builds faith in our hearts. It builds courage within our hearts. And this is a, another reason for this gift is to inspire faith in our hearts. And this should be our, the cry of the church today. God, would you send your gift so that we might be encouraged, that we might turn to you, that we might look to you, that we might have boldness to go and share about you wherever we go. And finally, I believe this is the ultimate reason for these gifts of healing, to bring glory to God. It's not about... My name being in the newspaper or your name being in the newspaper or our church being on, on Wales Online or anything like our own Instagram or Twitter. It's not about that. It's God, to God be the glory. Great things he has done as the old hymn says. It is all for his glory. Everything we do, everything that we say, everything that the Spirit does in and through our lives is for God's glory. We're here to praise him so that people would lift him up. It is us, about us being hidden and him being seen. That is why we're here in everything that we do is to bring God glory. The Spirit wants to move in and through us to bring Jesus' glory. That's why he wants to use these gifts in our lives is to bring Jesus' glory so that he would be glorified. You know, it said that in Mark chapter 12, in Mark chapter 2, verse 12, with that paralyzed man, it says, he got up, took his, out, up his mat and walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone And they praised God, saying, we've never seen anything like this. When God is healing, God gets the glory. When God is healing, he gets the glory. And Luke 13, verse 17, it says, when he said this, all his opponents were humiliated. But the people were delighted with all the wonderful things that God was doing. Oh, God, they praised God. So this is the ultimate purpose of these gifts, of all the gifts, is to bring glory of God through the people of God. Some people might criticise, some people might reject, but this morning, as we come to a conclusion, our God is the healer. He is able to heal, and as God uses us, uh, and as we open up ourselves to the Lord and the Holy Spirit, and if God, if it's his will to use us in these gifts of healing, then may we remember these things. This morning these points that we see in scripture is for ultimately is for his glory so that people could come to know him so the lives are healed so that people are transformed by his power you know some people might come here and you know you might have been praying for loved ones for years and years and they were never healed you know i'm not saying that i understand it all but it is in god's will it's his time in his way and we've got to trust it with him and leave it with him he is god i'm not god he's god His ways are not my ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And it's not a cop out. This is the truth. But God knows. But I pray you would encourage us this morning to believe and ask the Lord, Lord, fill us with your gifts, these gifts of healing, so that we might see many healed, see many lives transformed, emotional, mental, physical, whatever it is. Lord, that you might bring healing. That people need healing. And I believe this morning, as you've come, maybe you've come here this morning, I believe maybe there are many people here who need healing this morning. And we're not just going to listen about this, but we're going to take a moment at the end of the service and we're going to pray for those who need healing. And we're going to ask the Lord to come by his spirit. And that he might minister through different people this morning. I don't know, maybe he ministered through me, but just let's make ourselves available. And let's just pray for those who are sick this morning. Let's lay hands on those who are sick and let's believe that as we do, that they shall recover, as the word of God says. That they shall be healed this morning. So I'm going to give an opportunity this morning. Maybe we could all bow our heads and close our eyes. And maybe you've come here and you, you have a sickness this morning, you're ill, or even this morning you know somebody who is and you want to stand in a place. Then God knows this morning, you were believing for someone this morning. Then maybe, uh, I'd like to ask you just to come forward. And maybe come to the front, do a bold thing, come to the front. And I'd love to pray with you this morning and believe with you. And we we'll call upon God together to bring healing. We trust in him that he will heal in your situation and if you if you're not coming forward this morning just don't sit by or stand by please just raise out a hand and pray for those who do need a touch if you feel led by the spirit just come down and pray for people this morning let's believe for healing in jesus name for his glory so if you if you do need a touch from god just come forward now while everyone has got their head bowed and their eyes closed and, and we'll pray with you we'll stand with you amen thanks again for listening to this podcast. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. For more content from Gateway and to connect with us, go to gatewaychurchcumry.co.uk. Have a great day.